Buenos dias from Gardner's Bay. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update for the week of August 19th, 2021. Our job? Simple. In 10 minutes or less, tell you what's been happening for the week. Every single week, this week included. So here we go. Welcome home, Olympians. On Friday, the 13th of August, Nicolas Maduro gifted a car to each returning Venezuelan Olympian. The celebration was hosted at Miraflores Palace, the seat of government in Venezuela, for the heralded athletes. Of the 43 total Venezuelan Olympians, only two returned to the country after the Tokyo Games. 41 athletes presently reside outside of Venezuela. Silver medalist in the inaugural BMX freestyle event, Daniel Durs, was one of those Olympians. And while he wasn't in attendance Friday, he did surprise his 577,000-plus Instagram followers, announcing he was in Caracas and would be performing an exhibition ride at Cota 905, Caracas slum, that just a few weeks ago was the scene of a multiple-day armed confrontation. Moving to political news, on Sunday the 15th of August, Freddy Guevara, the Venezuelan opposition leader, was released from Helicoide headquarters of the Bolivarian National Police. After spending more than a month in custody, Guevara was released after dialogue between Nicolas Maduro and Juan Guaido recently began in Mexico. Guevara is expected to join those talks soon as part of the negotiation team. Those dialogues, which began Saturday the 14th of August, have proven fruitless. Thus far, neither Juan Guaido nor Nicolas Maduro's team have publicized any details of the negotiations or agreements. It is still early, with talks scheduled to continue through September. More headlines from the political arena. Also on the 14th, Diosdado Cabello, vice president of the United Socialist Party of Venezuela, announced a list of candidates who will represent the party in the upcoming November elections. The announcement included the names of Ernesto Luna, who will replace Eudes Gonzalez, the winner of the Monagas state primary, while Ángel Marcano will be the candidate in Bolivar, even though he did not participate in the internal elections. In total, eight candidates who did not participate or win the primary elections will be the party's representatives in the designated states. More doings from this past week. Former International Criminal Court Prosecutor Fatu Bensouda announced Thursday the 12th of August the government of Venezuela did commit crimes against humanity in 2017. In addition, authorities are not willing to prosecute the guilty, but would instead protect them. As suspected, this news was not well received. Venezuelan's top public prosecutor, Tarek William Saab, invited Karim Khan, the new ICC prosecutor, to visit Venezuela and see firsthand the efforts that have been made by the Maduro government in matters of justice. Also in the category of news not well received, Ligia Bolivar, a sociologist and director of the Human Rights Center of the Andres Bello Catholic University, denounced the United Nations Agency for Refugees, or UNHCR, citing attempts to make the tragedies of Venezuelans invisible 
by creating an exclusive category for just them, thus segregating them from the displaced and other refugees from around the globe. The debatable categorization prevents Venezuelans from receiving the same critical support as refugees in the different countries where they request asylum. Providing aid in the situation, Save My Identity, an international movement, has asked UNHCR to intercede on behalf of Venezuelans in exile who do not have valid personal documents. Passport applications have been a long-standing problem in the country, and often Venezuelans can't wait for the lengthy, sometimes multiple-year, delays in securing up-to-date paperwork. Instead, they risk emigrating with expired documents or even with only their birth certificates and identity cards. Save My Identity hopes the UNHCR steps in and aids in processing identity permits quicker so Venezuelans in exile can move more freely. In economic news, the International Monetary Fund reported Venezuela is ranked 19th among Latin American economies in its July report. Twenty years ago, Venezuela was ranked fifth strongest economy, and today it is below countries such as Haiti and Nicaragua. Additionally, the IMF report forecasted Venezuela's economy as the only economy that would not see growth this year or next. Venezuela is answering a call for Haitian aid with supplies and resources already en route to its neighbor to the south. For her part, Carmen Melendez, Minister of the Interior, Peace and Justice, announced on Sunday the 15th of August Venezuela sent a shipment of 30 tons of drinking water, medicine, and food to Haiti. This shipment will be the first of several shipments to be made from Venezuela as Haiti works to recover from a devastating earthquake on Saturday the 14th of August. Today we conclude our update by revisiting a headline that shook Venezuela and its citizenry just over two years ago. The brutal femicide of Angela Aguirre. This week, justice prevailed. Sixteen at the time of her death, Aguirre was celebrating a friend's birthday in Puerto Ordaz in eastern Venezuela when she was murdered. Two autopsies were performed on the adolescent's body with contradictory results revealing themselves. Investigative work by Efecto Cocuyo, a Venezuelan newspaper, denounced the parents of the detainees who had allegedly offered bribes that included $100,000 and three kilograms of gold, in addition to personal and real estate property, to the prosecutor and the police involved in the investigation. Seven people were arrested for being accomplices in the crime, and on Wednesday, the 11th of August, two of them were sentenced to 29 years in prison, the maximum penalty in Venezuela. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening app so we can update you weekly on the big stuff going down in Venezuela. Also, if you want to share any big news or events with us, be sure to let us know. We may even put it in the update. You can email us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Rorschach.com